Welcome back. Welcome back. To Pop Opinions. Pop Opinions. Episode 116. 116. That is the number. Yep. 10 days till Christmas. Is it? I don't know. Well, yesterday I was at the market. Yeah. Yesterday I was at the market and it said 11. So today I was thinking it was 10. Mm. 11 minus 1 is 10. Yeah. I'm good at math. Quick maths. So fast. Case, how are you doing? I'm good. I was just telling you about my day. So I got sent home because the roads are really bad and we have a huge storm happening right now. And like basically everything is just like stay in your house. Like don't be on the road. So I was like, I'm going to have the most productive day because I'm going to go home and it's like I'm going to grocery shop and I'm going to be, you know, all good. And then I was just telling you, I basically have done nothing. I did finish my book and I had a bath and I swept. (laughs) Still something. (laughs) I know, but it wasn't like what I wanted to do. And then somehow I put the Santa Claus on and dad and I just got like kind of sucked into that. I honestly just put it on because the weather network had this like most annoying sound and I had Disney up because I was actually watching a different show on Disney and then it was just like the first like it was just the first one there and I was just like I just need the music to stop and I put it on and then dad and I ended up watching the majority of it (laughs) which was fun it's a good movie though it's cute how are you Jack still sick not really. Like okay. I have some remnants of a cough, but yeah. doing a lot better. Good. Um, I don't know. I'm doing some freelance work now. Yes, you are. Um, my other job isn't giving me shifts, but maybe that's the kick in the butt you need. I th- I hope it is. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's almost Christmas time. I, I only have like one gift left to get. For me. No. All right. Uh, for someone else. Okay. That's your hint. Okay. Thank you. Someone else. Someone else. Yep. Um, but yeah, like there was the Spider-Man into the spider or across the Spider-Verse movie coming out in June. All the Spider-Man variants. So that's fun. That looks really cool. There was the Guardians trailer, which I don't know if we had done a podcast since then, but that looks really good. Right. And it's going to be sad. No sad. That's going to be sad. Well, we don't want sad. But it's going to be... Someone's going to die. I want to watch Andor. Should we be watching that? He got nominated, eh? For Golden Globes. Um, who did? I don't know. Uh, I'm sure I saw it on here. Like Somewhere. the main guy? Yeah, I think so. Uh, Why am I blanking on his name? Isn't it Diego something? Uh, Diego Luna. There we go. Um, yeah. In the best actor... Well, I don't know. We don't have to talk about it right now, but in the best actor in a drama. I think we should watch it. I I was interested, and then it started, and I didn't really care. But now it's just a bingeable show. Like It's going to be like Jack Ryan. <gasps> Next week. All of it comes out at once. I know. <gasps> should have just done week to week. What, Jack Ryan? Yeah. No. Well, Are we going to watch all of Jack Ryan? Yes. Christmas eight, Day. Eight episodes on December 21st. <gasps> oh, my God. I hope so. I love that show. I feel like we've been waiting for certain shows for a really long time. Like Ginny and Georgia, I loved that show. And then it's literally been two years since they've had like the season. So, and I think, well, uh, Jack Ryan's been like three. Yeah. It's a really long time to wait. 
So like if the show's done, it's like, okay, it's done. But when you know they're making another one and you're like, okay, TikTok. Okay, I know we had a pandemic, whatever. Yep, whatever. Just skip over that. Just still work. No. Uh, today's episode, we've got our IMC broadcast news and nothing but the truth. Um, we're Zach didn't s- like it, guys. Uh, we've got our Golden Globe nominations, or not ours, but we'll talk about the Golden Globe nominations, and then we're going to do award-worthy five TV shows, five movies that we think deserve what? Why are you making well, that Well, I couldn't... I only have... <laughs> I have more movies. That's I, all. TV, I only have three, but I have a few more movies. That's okay. Yeah. I couldn't find TV because like, I'd be like, well, I really like the show. Oh, I love Veep got tons of nominations like you know what i mean like well, it wasn't I was just like, nominations it was also wins winning yeah well they've she wins she won like every year for i don't know six or something right? so beep was like the only show you could think of <laughs> no but i'm just using it as an example of like you know that okay um okay. i guess let's start with the the golden globe nominations this is more of your thing so i will well first of all i was really excited to know people don't care about nominations and stuff like that just like whatever i really love them <coughs> because what it, it's just like the start of award season and you just start knowing like what movies to watch and you always find a little gem in there like last year it was coda right like i just i really like that otherwise some movies fall like beneath the crack so is that, is that what it is yeah it's I'm like doing the he's doing the sign for doing, doing the coda doing the coda so I'm not going to go through everyone because that would be really boring to listen to, but I'll give you the couple of the highlights. Um, so Best Picture Drama, Avatar, The Way of the Water. Apparently, it's supposed to be really good. I know we've been like... Oh, uh, no. I'm, I'm, I I do have plans to see it. You do? Yeah. Like you're going to the theater? With friends, yeah. Why are you being weird? Because like, I was so on the fence about seeing it, but I'm probably going to see it with my friends. Okay. I don't know. Maybe. Um, okay. So, best picture drama. So, Avatar, Way of the Water, Elvis, The Fablemans, Tar, and Top Gun Maverick. I was surprised about Top Gun Maverick. Yes. Like, I think I loved the movie as like a popcorn movie. Great. But this is what I love about the Golden Globes is they kind of recognize just a really good movie. And it was a well done movie. So, unfortunately, it's the only one I've seen on that list. So, I'm going to have to like see it. I'm also not. Like, to me, this category is just very, especially I know, like, if you were, if you were to say, here's a thousand dollars to bet on any movie to get nominated. Yeah. It's the Fablemans. It's okay. going to get nominated for yeah. the Oscar. It's going to be know. best picture. It probably won't win, yeah. but it's going to get nominated because I don't know, like, it's just, it's about movie loving and people and people loving movies. And it's just like, it's such an award kind of movie right it, it is yeah it's it was like the post where yeah. it was like we know what you're trying to do here yeah when you stick tom hanks and mel meryl streep and right mel, mel so, streep mel, mel streep sounds like mel <sighs> mel gibson street but it just i this to me if if this is the indication of where the best picture is going i don't think this is a good sign okay but this is just drama Dra- yeah because they split up drama and comedy which i like yeah, it is. It is because better. Oscars don't tend to recognize comedies. Like they tend to go for more of the the certain type of movie. I will say, right? Like the Fablemans. Yeah, exactly. 
Um, best actress, uh, great category, really some heavy hitters, but Viola Davis and The Woman King is like my girl. I never saw that. The Woman King? Yeah. It's out on Cineplex Store now. I really, really, really liked it. Um, so best picture in a musical comedy, you have Babylon, which isn't out yet, but we do have plans to see that. The Banshees. There you go. You got it. Of Inch. I don't know how to say I'd it. have to I always have to read it to um Inishirin. Inishirin? Okay, so it's now has just been added to Disney Plus. So it's a Colin I was supposed to say Firth. Colin Farrell Gleason. Brennan Gleason. Brennan Gleason. Uh supposed to be really good. So we're gonna check that one out. Um Everything Everywhere All at Once. This is this movie. I love the the controversy that it has caused. Not controversies, just the the Everyone is so divided in this movie. And Polarizing. I lo- yeah, that's a great word. Thank you. Like it is people love it or they hate it. Like if there's no like it was OK. Like it's not like that. And I love that. I loved it. Yeah. I thought it was so weird and amazing. And if you get to like if you understand what they're trying to like tell you. Yeah. If you're a dumb dumb, you're not going to like it. <laughs> no. It's on Prime, too, I think. I loved it. And visually, like, it's it's just such a cool movie. Like, it's got the... There's a one scene, and I told you this so many times, but where it's edited, like, it will blow your mind. Like, I, I can't even imagine how long that took. Uh, Glass Onion, which we have seen, and Triangle of Sadness, which I bought on... Well, I didn't get it. I had a free movie rental, and I got Triangle of Sadness. So we're going to check that one out. So we'll do pretty good in that category. We'll have seen most of them, I think, right? When is the Golden Globes? I think it's in January. Okay, so like, like second week or so. I was gonna say it'd be weird if like Bab like Babylon's gonna have like what two weeks in theaters. <laughs> Sorry, it tickled my throat. Yeah. Well, even like Glass Onion, I'm glad we watched. It. I think it was a good theater movie. But like, even if yeah. you miss it, it's still coming out on Netflix. Yeah, on the 23rd, right? So, um, yeah. So I'm pretty excited about that one. Um, uh, we have seen the menu, which we have raved about on here, and Ray Fiennes did get nominated as well as Anna. Anya Taylor-Joy, so we're pretty excited about that. Um, Babylon got quite a few nominations, like Brad Pitt, Margot Robbie, Diego Calva, so we'll see about that one. Um, Yeah, it's kind of like in Best Supporting Actor, like you kind of have all the same people from the movies I just said, and then a new addition is the Eddie Redmay from The Good Nurse, which I did watch. Um... I wouldn't say it's just funny. I don't know. It's I really think he's a great actor, but I was a little bit shocked. Like I would have put Jessica Chastain in there. Like I found her acting really good. It's not that he was bad. He just didn't really say a lot. He just always looked like perplexed or something. Anyways, that's fine. Um, best director. We've got a lot of men. Um, so we have James Cameron. We have Daniel Kwan and Daniel... Nert, I don't know, from Everything Everywhere All at Once. Baz Luhrmann for Elvis, which I haven't seen Elvis, but I love Baz Luhrmann. Like, I think he visually is knows how to do a good movie. Uh, the Banshees movie, Martin, that guy, he, so he won, and Steven Spielberg from The Fablemans, which, no shock there. Um, yeah, so there's, I don't know. And then, so we have, when we move into TV, uh, best drama series, Better Call Saul, The Crown, House of the Dragon, Ozark, and Severance, which I think is a heavy, that's a heavy one. I've seen three out of four of those shows. 
and I don't know what I would pick. So wait, so dad's seen all four? There's five. He's seen all of them. Well, Severance, we're just, we've just started. But I know it's going to be good. Did you finish Ozark? We're almost done that one. We still have a couple episodes left. Poking but, holes in all of this. House of the Dragon? I know you watched that. Yeah, that one's done. And then the other two. Wait, dad watched The Crown? Yeah. yeah. I know he watched Better Call Saul, but. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he watched The Crown. Yeah. He really liked it. I never got into it. Um, but he really liked it. Um, Sebastian Stan got nominated for Pam and Tommy. Evan Peters. Soon. Jeffrey Dahmer. Yes, he did. Um, so I'm going to just say a couple more. So best musical drama. or Sorry, best musical comedy series. So Abbott Elementary, which is high on my list. This is getting nominated. And it's about a school teacher. So I think I'll find it really funny. Yeah. So it's definitely really, really high on my list. Um, the Bear, Hacks, Only Murders in the Building, and Wednesday. I love Only Murders in the Building. I love Steve Martin, Martin Short, and uh, Selena Gomez. Such a great trio, and I love it. Wednesday, I've only watched like one episode, so I'm a little behind on the my comedies. You too. I don't think I have watched any of those. No. I so, want to watch The Bear. Yeah. But I, I thought it was a drama. I know. I was kind of surprised at... Oh, um... I th- the menu it's under as the comedy it didn't win it didn't win um like a best picture but it got um ray fines best actor for a musical comedy and it's i'm like i'm pretty sure i didn't really laugh a couple of like they made jokes and it was more it was a lot of it w- uncomfortable laughing yeah it yeah. was probably the most like, like uncomfortable comedy. <laughs> right. Uh, they were just like, oh, what are they oh, doing? Oh my God, what's happening? Where yeah. did those finger go? <laughs> exactly. Like, I don't know. I found that funny. Uh, best actor in a drama, Kevin Costner got nominated for Yellowstone, which I don't know how I feel about that, but whatever. I'm not a huge Kevin Costner fan, but I do love Yellowstone. And John Dutton. I do love, he, he does play that role well. Um, but. Yeah, we'll see about that. Um, best actress in a drama is like is probably I would say the biggest one, like as far as like heavy hitters. So we've got Emma uh, Darcy of House of the Dragon. So she plays. So the, there's one character that you get, like you get a younger version and an older version. She plays the older version, not older, like she's like thirty or whatever, but. Uh, Laura Linney Ozark. So this woman, Laura Linney, has been nominated for I don't know how many awards and has never won. So, and this is the last season for Ozark. So I have like a bit of a soft spot for her because I just think she's so good. I feel like she's a little underrated. Like she's such a good actress. Um, uh, Emma Della Stoughton from, sorry, The Crown, Hilary Swank from Alaska Daily, and then Zendaya. That's a hard one. Oh, it seems like we're on the Zendaya run of like the same way. Um, what's that show? I don't want to say that we didn't like uh, the marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Yeah. And Rachel Bronahan, Bronstein, Bronis. Yeah. There's a hand in there at the end, but it it feels like Zendaya is on that kind of run. Um, and then the best actor in a comedy musical, you have Donald Glover, Bill Hader, Steve Martin, Martin Short. And um, Jamie Allen White for The Bear. So, like, you have, like, that's a hard category. Selena Gomez got nominated for Only Murders in the Building. Um, Yeah, Jessica Chastain got nominated, but it was for George and Tammy. 
and Julia Gar- Garner for inventing Anna, which I thought Anna, Anna, not my <laughs> frozen over here. That's how they say her name. Anna. Um, yeah. Um, I love that um, in White Lotus, F. Murray Abraham got nominated because in the. Did you ever watch that? No. Okay, so the first, um, the first season. I haven't watched the second season, but the first one, there is like an episode with him where it is like. It's so off the charts, crazy, great, amazing. So I was pretty happy to see his like name there. I thought that was pretty cool. Wait, so but he's nominated for the second season? I don't know because I feel like potentially yes, but I didn't know. I didn't know he was in the second season. So I was like, okay, so because in this best supporting in a limited series or TV movie, Jennifer Coolidge got nominated and Aubrey Plaza for The White Lotus, but Aubrey Plaza in the second, yeah. So it must be season two. But wait, you said Jennifer Coolidge got nominated? Yeah. Is she in the second season? She is, I think. Oh. Yeah. I'm not sure. I have to watch it. But she already won. She won last year. I don't know. I think she won an Emmy, though. Maybe a Golden Globe? Remember? She started dancing. She's so cute. Anyways, I'm excited. I love award season. You know I do. So I'm excited. I know you don't care as much. I watch it, but and I'll watch as much as I can, but you are a lot more committed. I'm committed to trying to pick as many right as you yeah, without, without watching as much. Yeah, that's so go, oh, I'm just good at picking. <laughs> like I do with sports. Yes. Yeah. All right. IMC time. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. I won. I really liked my movie, so I think I should go second. I'm going to defer to you. Okay. Because you didn't like your movie. It's not that I didn't like it. Okay. I, I know when you like movie and when you don't. I will I will explain. Okay. My, my movie is 2008's Nothing But The Truth. Uh, directed by Rod Lurie. Lurie? I never looked up how to say it. It's a political drama. It is about a reporter played by Kate Beckinsale who goes to jail to protect her source for an explosive story revealing a CIA operative. <laughs> Meanwhile, like while she's in jail, her attorney argues her case all the way up to the U.S. Supreme Court. Mm-hmm. And, and who's her attorney? Um, Isn't it Alan Alda? So Kate Beckinsale's in it. Oh, sorry. Matt Dillon. Okay. Um, Alan Alda, who does play her attorney. Uh, Vera Farmiga, who plays the CIA operative. Angela Bassett plays... Kate Beckinsale's boss, David Schwimmer plays her husband, and Courtney B. Vance is like in it, but like not a lot. Yeah. Um, so it's inspired by actual events, but is a fictional story itself. Okay. That's I always just, thought it was true. Okay, so that's good to know. Um, we start off the president has been shot. <sighs> I hate it when that happens. But it's just like you hear the gunshot and then it's just like the news people freaking out. Um there's this big CIA story. And it's about Vera Farmiga. So there's two sources that gave them the information. And it was basically so they people tried to blame Venezuela for the presidential shooting. And uh, Vera Farmiga goes to Venezuela to try to figure out, like, if there was any wrongdoing on their part. Um, so uh, Kate Beckinsale, like, walks up. Vera Farmiga is, like, watching her daughter play soccer and, like, walks up and, like, confronts her about it and then she she starts freaking out there there's a lot of panic about the source just everything in this movie is just like the source like i just i think i wrote it down like five times like oh it's the source she's not giving up the source mm-hmm. um 
so yeah, she went on this mission to investigate Venezuela. Um, we meet David Schwimmer, who like reads uh, like the story and was like, "Oh, you only told me so much about it." But like at the beginning, they have a good relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, then she gets picked up by the FBI, but not like arrested. They just like bring her to this hotel room where Matt Dillon's there, and he's gonna be the prosecutor. But like sits down with her and's like oh can this be off the record and not like threatens her but definitely like intimidates her yeah is like his goal of this um so then um so she won't give up her source uh i feel like saying vera farmiga is a lot every Just time vera. vera she goes to meet with kate beckinsale she still won't give up the source so then vera calls her an unpatriotic little cunt mm. So mm-hmm. that's an explicit for this episode. Um, but just, it was a really good line, like really well delivered. Um, she's a good actress. She is. I feel like she's a little underrated too. Well, I feel like she's just like, I can only, before this, I could only think of her in The Departed. Yeah. But she is really good in. Yeah. She does good. the, I'm pretty sure I remember her Boston accent not being that great, mm-hmm. but in this, she doesn't have an accent. Um, now they're like in, it's not like, really court it's kind of court i don't know it, d- it didn't look like a like like a regular courtroom it was like smaller okay um and she has to mull her she has to like basically her choice is give up the source or go to jail yeah is the options she's given um she could be prosecuted for not giving up the source so a big thing about vera formiga's character is that she like goes to school and reads to the kids and then one day she walks out and everyone now knows she's a CIA operative. Mm-hmm. So like media is like not following her, but like she gets to the school and they're all like hounding her and was like, nah, what are you, what's that? like, yeah, it, it, right. It's, they're all yelling at her. I had the subtitles on it. Literally just said like reporters, <laughs> like, <laughs> like bombarding her. Yeah, everyone just talking at once. Um, but they don't. So then they don't want her to come to the school because of the like, media hysteria mm-hmm. so they just tell her to kind of stay, stay away yeah um here's a shocker kate beckinsale won't reveal her source what yeah it's crazy um then she gets so they're like okay you're gonna have to go to uh u.s di- district court like she gets served like right outside the courtroom and before her attorney told her or like I guess, yeah, she would have met Alan Alda by then. Told her, like, oh, yeah, it'll be, like, a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. And we'll figure out our story from there. And they're like, oh, here's the thing. Uh, court's in two hours. Oh, boy. Which I feel like is not realistic, but, I mean, yeah, they did it. Um, so, yeah, Alan Alda's her lawyer. Then they go and sit in court, and Alan Alda wants a... I can't remember what the word was, but it was just basically, like, a recess. Like, give me a couple days to figure this yeah, out. Yeah, yeah continuance maybe? yeah i was about to say that i think it's a continuance and he does it because he reveals like matt dylan's like whole plan he's like he's gonna do this and then he's gonna do this and then i'm gonna do this and like does the whole thing and then he's like am i wrong and matt dylan's like no you're right that's yeah. exactly what i'm i'm going to do right uh the continuance gets denied she mm-hmm. gets taken into custody she's going to jail and then when they get to get to the jail it's like all women mm-hmm. like in the in the it's like not even jail cells. Like, everyone's just in a room yeah, together. Yeah, they're in, like, bunk beds. Yeah. Things. Yeah. Not really, like, the best move. Uh, but there's no sex allowed. No. Not even kissing. Uh-oh. That's what the girl says to her. I just, I need to write that down. <laughs> uh, so then Dylan, he meets with Vera. 
uh, I don't even know what to talk about, but he just all these characters are meeting up together. Um, uh, so the, her fate, like David Schwimmer and her son go to visit her in prison and she just tells them like don't come back like yeah. i don't want him to see me like this yeah um then when they so they go back to court and matt dylan wants to fire or uh find the newspaper that she works for ten thousand dollars every day that she doesn't give up the source right because they assisted in it but they actually don't know who the source is yeah there's a second source that also confirmed the story but there's the it's the original source that, that they're looking for right um then the cia like meets with vera and like blames her for the leak or like tries to blame her for the leak like they're doing an investigation but yeah they don't know like they did they've like we've done all our due diligence basically just trying to blame her right um so then she she quits the cia but can't leave because of all the knowledge she has like working for the cia so that's a little not weird but it's like a weird dynamic power dynamic conversation yeah. um uh kate beckett so calls her son and he just has like zero emotion and it, it's actually ha- i think how it was supposed to be because it's like oh are you mad at me he's like no mm-hmm. but like it's just like his emotion just seemed dead to her yeah just that he like didn't care anymore um she gets like interviewed by someone like uh because, like, Kate Beckinsale makes, like, a semi-joke about, like, oh, you know, like, I'm not dating anyone new or I ha- I don't have, like, a new weight loss plan. I guess, like, almost like a TMZ-type reporter oh, okay. is who she's getting interviewed by. Then you find out that she's been in jail for seven months. Mm-hmm. Um, David Schwimmer is, I-, I guess you call it cheating? Yeah. He's yeah, with yeah. another woman. Yeah. Well, uh, still married, so, yeah. That's- yeah. Uh, really cheating. Yeah. Alan Alda catches them kind of where they're like going out for lunch and they kind of have this conversation where he's like, you can tell her like there's a lot going on with our relationship that you don't know about. So you could tell her if you want. Right. Um, Alan Alda wants he's like, just give up your source. Like, mm-hmm. let's be done with this. Let's get you out of jail. Get you back to her son. And then basically she has like her, I don't know if she got nominated, but this is like I her, know. her that Oscar scene moment. In the, in the, in the office, yeah. right? And it's she's, such a good scene. And she's like screaming. She's like, you know, if I was a man, I would be celebrated. But because I'm a woman and a mother, like, yeah, they have people. Women. Yeah. Um, so then this then there is a source revealed, but it's not the original source. It's the only per- it's the person that corroborated the story. And, like, had all of the motivations to do it. Like, she hated Vera and her husband. Um, they, uh, David Schwimmer and Kate Beckinsale have a conjugal visit. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't end well. She just ends up, like, screaming at him and yeah. was like, yeah, he, I, I know that you're cheating on me. And, uh, yeah, she just kind of screams at her. And then uh, screams at him. And then she fights with another inmate because, like, the inmate's in her bed. And she's like, because she has a sticker from her son, so it's like a sentimental thing that she wants to bed. They end up having a fight, and Kate, Be- Kate Beckinsale gets her ass kicked. Well, she's a tiny little girl. She is, she's but like, tiny. got like her face smashed against the bed and a wall and the yeah. floor. And then it was actually a really good editing thing where um, one of the like officers of the jail came in and like hit the other girl with a baton. And as soon as they hit the girl, it like cut to the next scene. Right. And she's got like broken nose like blood everywhere just 
a mess. Um, so then we're like at the we're at the Supreme Court. Alan Alda has his whole like message about you know we need to protect journalists yeah. and the First Amendment. I think I don't remember which amendment, um, but they do end up voting against him against alan alda and in favor of matt Dillon of like she has to reveal her source or she's gonna stay in prison mm-hmm. except the judge that had been working the case the whole time because of like his wife is mad at him and like the media is mad at him for keeping this journalist in jail for doing her job pretty yeah, much yeah so he's actually even though the supreme court voted he's gonna release kate beckinsale okay and then um she gets released and Angela Bassett picks her up and literally as they're driving home, Matt Dillon and the FBI come back and arrest her again Yeah, for uh, like messing with the case. Right, right. Kind of thing. But yeah. like she literally got released and they found a different way to arrest her. Also, Matt Dillon sounds like Josh Brolin. Oh, like, yeah. His voice is very, I don't know if that's just always his voice, but not just Josh Brolin, like Josh Brolin as Thanos. Oh, okay. Is what his <laughs> voice sounds like. Um, that's funny. Then at the very end, we get the, the big reveal of who the source is, which is the redeeming quality of this movie. So what didn't you like about it? It was just like, the it was like, release your source. I'm not gonna. Okay. Oh, okay. Like so it was you just felt a like it kind of went, uh, yeah, too much. Like not enough of a backstory, I guess, or something, right? Yeah. Or other stories. Yeah, it was just a lot of like, if you don't, you're gonna go to jail. And she's like, okay, I'm, I'm in jail. Like yeah. it just kind of like, yeah. I don't know. It was, it was definitely just missing something for yeah. me. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. The reveal is pretty great. Though. The ending is very good, and like how the how it how the person finds out, and yeah, how everything like ties up in that way is really cool yeah yeah. and then like it kind of adds more like not context to the movie but more of like she says like oh i need to protect the source yeah and then at the end you're like i understand why you're protecting the source yeah yeah it makes a lot of sense yeah it kind of made sense of everything she went through you were like yeah but there was part of me that's like she i believe that journalists should have like freedom of speech but she did give up some pretty heavy information and and basically called out a cia operative and stuff so it's it was tough right it's like hey but you can't like that's like secrets yeah even as a journalist i have to say like i was not really on her side yeah what once you find out who the source is it makes a little more sense but before that it's like yeah like there is like the right to like free speech maybe that's the first amendment is yeah we're not american um I understand the free speech part and doing your job part, but then, like, it's like she just didn't take responsibility for, like, messing up someone's life. Yeah. And, like, something else happens to Vera Farmiga, yeah. but I'll, I yeah. left that out on yeah, purpose. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty... Um... Anyways, okay. Well, that's good. It's good that you saw it. Um, I watched Broadcast News, and it is from 1987. It's director James L. Brooks. It got 98% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> the tagline is, it's the story of their lives. Um, so it is, It is. yeah, like a news, a news anchor, like, show. A news show. But uh, it's a movie. <laughs> it's, about a, it's about a news. So you have William Hart, Hurt, um, R.I.P., um, Albert Brooks, Holly Hunter, Joan Cusack, and Jack Nicholson, which I was pretty, I was like, oh, there's Jack. Um, so we get to see Holly Hunter. She's like as a kid and she's like really intense and she's just, um, 
I don't know. You're in, she's in a room and she's on her like typewriter and she's just a really intense kid. And so you kind of get a bit of context there. And then you see William Hurt as a kid and he's talking to his dad and he's like, I just struggle in school. And his dad's like, I know I see you working hard, but you're just not like, you know, like you're just, it's just not happening for you. I don't know. Maybe there's something anyways, they just kind of have a conversation. Um, and then we kind of cut to, you get to see that little snippet and then we cut to like the now the nowadays and we get to see Holly Hunter and Albert Brooks and their best friends and they they work for the new show so Holly Hunter is the executive producer she yeah she produces segments and then Albert Brooks is trying to be an anchor but he kind of pissed off the wrong people and so they keep him around but he's kind of like Pushed off in the corner. Yeah, so he helps her and stuff. Um, it's a she's really she's really intense. I loved her so much in this movie. I thought she was so cute. Meg came down while I was watching it, and I'm like, "Who's the voice?" Because it's um Elastic Girl from um Wow, and she knew from The Incredibles. She knew right away. Um, so William Hurt enters, and he kind of is hired because he's good looking, because he's not very. I don't want to say he's not smart, but you see um, there's maybe dyslexia or something. There's something they never really touch on it, but you can tell there's something. Um, he's actually a pretty good writer, but he messes up like numbers and things. So I'm like, I wonder if it was a dyslexia, but they never really like kind of did. It. it was more like a background sort of thing. Um, so he gets hired and um, there's in this room he goes in the room where holly hunter and this other guy is working and and then albert brooks and joan cusack um are trying to finish this piece and they are down two seconds they need this like vhs tape right so then they're they're trying to edit it and they're trying to and everybody's freaking out william hurts just kind of standing there like what if i got myself into like you can see he's just taking it all in and everyone's like we got to do a voiceover and let's add this clip and let's do this and you know so it's you get to kind of see how everybody like everybody's role and you get to see like how intense it is and then they finish it and john joan cusack has to like run it up to the station and like up a, I don't know a flight of stairs and so she's banging into things and she's you know they're running and they get there in the nick of time um so you get to kind of like it was a good scene of just setting up like everybody's thing um then they go I don't know where they went but they went somewhere where I shouldn't laugh but where there's like a war going on and um so Albert Brooks is there with Holly Hunter and he's like they're literally getting shot at and he's like on camera going okay so we're in the forest right now and you can hear like gunshots like it's for real so um but they work really well together like they are best best friends um and then they um so they come back and they do that news piece and you know everyone's like oh so good whatever and then they go to this party and um he's he's this i guess like the head guy is like oh we're gonna get William Hurt's character to to do this and she gets really mad because she's like what about Albert like he's you know he's so great and so she's talking to him outside and she has the one of the funniest lines I hope I don't squat like I hope I don't like mess it up but she's um so she's she's um oh he goes he says to her uh so she's talking really intensely and he goes what it must be like to have always to be uh, what you have to sorry what it must be hard what I it must be the way I wrote it because it's like 
I was trying to write it verbatim, but um, it must be hard to always be the smartest in the room. So he's saying it like sarcastically and she goes, no, it's awful. <laughs> she says it and it's the cutest delivery ever. Like I loved it. I was like, oh my God, she's like fully serious. She's like, no, it's awful. Like, cause she's just, you know, she just, she thinks her way is the right way. Always. She's not very malleable with like, you know, people. Um, so William Hurt gets his first on air and Holly, um, EPs the piece. So she, she's the producer, executive producer of it. So she has like, he's in the ear and she's talking and everybody, you know, they have, you have the whole like in the room scene of the director and there's cameras of like, you get the, the TV and everybody's doing their job and it's like really intense. And I'm like, wow, I could not do this job. Could you imagine me in there? Ah, we need the tape. Um, it's a little, a little easier now. Yeah. I guess so. We don't have like VHSs and stuff. No, like no flash, but it is like drives. camera two, camera one, camera go. And then, you know, she's, and then we're going to cut to someone else. We're going to add this in. Like, I don't know. There's a lot of stuff going on. I was like, oh my God, that's so great. It's so exciting. I can't wait to watch you do that one day. I, Not the news though. Are you going to watch me? Yeah. You know I'm going to come to the studio. Okay. Um. So Albert Brooks finally gets his chance to anchor. Everybody has to do the weekend news. They're all at this like fancy party. And um, he gets to do this, the weekend news. And he sweats. Like when I say profusely, like you don't even understand. Like it is like dripping down his face. His whole shirt is wet. Um, and she, you know, she was at this party with William Hurt. They have a kind of a thing. Like they're not like making it. They're flirty, I would say. It's a very, it's a, it's a bit of a love triangle because, Albert Brooks then reveals that he's in love with Holly, but she's kind of in love with William Hurt. Um, and William Hurt's in love with Albert Brooks. Yeah. He's a bit of a ladies man, I will say, but he does. He's very intrigued with her for sure. Like he definitely um, at the party was really cute because she came in and she was up a like on a like a by a railing and he was down below and she's like walks in with her pretty little dress and she looks so adorable. And she spots him and she goes, okay, if he looks up, like it's meant to be or whatever, right? And so he's walking through the crowd and all of a sudden he looks up and he just like holds his heart and he's all happy to see her. And it's like so sweet. Like it's it's a very endearing movie, I will say. Like it's got a good energy about it. Um, yeah, so Love Triangle. Um, I loved um, – the like it's the 80s nostalgia like I was really into it like the way they talked and their hair and their the way they dressed and like you know seeing the big VHS tapes and so I won't tell you how it ends in case you want to watch it but I really enjoyed it like I found the energy of it really good and I was like I can't believe I've never seen that movie like where where was I in the 80s probably not at the movie theater no, not um, seeing that because I think it's like, like a grown-up candles, right? I think it's like a grown-up movie when I was like at that age or whatever, right? Because I would have been like fourteen, so I was probably watching like Dirty Dancing and like Sixteen Can't, like you said, like I was probably watching those kind of movies. Yeah, nobody puts Baby in the corner. <laughs> yeah, but I really liked it. I thought it was a really, it was a really cute movie. It made me a little sad to see William Hurt. Like I was like, oh, it hurt. It hurt my little heart. Anyways, it was good. I enjoyed it. Thank All right. You. Let's get into our award worthy. Um, 
So we have five TV and five movies. Yeah. We do. I can't wait. I can't wait to show you what I have. Okay. Do you want to do like one, like movies and then TV? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, do you want to start? Can I just have, I just have a couple that I just want to, s- yeah. Sure. Like it is movies, but I just want to say there's a couple. Okay. So Goodfellas. Yeah. I have that too. And so the year it did get nominated. Yes. But the year that it was nominated, Dancing, Dances with the Wolves won. Yep. Dancing? Dances? Dances. Dances with the Wolves won. I was a little shocked when I saw that. Like, when I looked up Goodfellas, I was like, okay, well, like, who, what won then instead, right? Um, the year that Saving Private Ryan was also nominated, and that year Shakespeare in Love won. So Is that the Claire Danes one? No, it's Gwenny. Okay. With Paltrow and like Ben Affleck's in it. I think it's a Fines brother. I don't think it's Rafe though. I think it's um the other one. I'll look it up. It it might be him though, because that was a long time ago. He just looked really different. Because there are two of them, right? There's Rafe and Ralph. It's not Ralph, guys. I know. I always thought it was Ralph. I know, and I told you it wasn't. I was like, it's not. The one time I actually get a name right, <laughs> I'm like, yes. Uh, Joseph. Joseph. That's who it is. It's. That's a lot of people. Like, uh, just Joseph, or I don't know. Maybe it's like Joseph. Um, Gwyneth Paltrow, Judy Dench, Jeffrey Rush, Colin Firth, Ben Affleck. That's kind of it for the people I like, recognize. It is a good movie. It is. But Saving I... Private Ryan. Was like probably the best warming I've ever seen in my life. Like in the conversation, for sure. But like so well done. Like even that first fifteen minutes of just like the beach and stuff. But I guess that's what's hard about awards. Is like you're comparing like a period Shakespearean piece to that, right? To war. Yeah. So I get it. Anyways, so those I just wanted to touch on, just to be like, wow, I was just shocked when I saw like. Who won and stuff like that. We always do the re-Oscar rolls, right? And anyways, that was, I was like, oh, all right. Another one I have, and it's a little more recent, but in 2018, The Shape of Water won Best Picture. Okay. And even at the time, we said, there's a movie you're going to remember more. Okay. And if you think of The Shape of Water, it wasn't like a bad movie. It wasn't, I didn't. I really like Guillermo. Guillermo del Toro was great, but. The more, I, I guess it's also maybe not fair. The more iconic movie of that year is Get Out. Yes. If you're comparing those two movies, yes. it's it's a little silly that The Shape of Water is the best picture winner. But I guess also with the track record of the Oscars is it's not the best movie. It's whatever they like. Yeah, it is for sure. Because Get Out is definitely the more popular, memorable movie. Yeah. Than, like people are still talking about that yeah, movie. Yeah, than the fish sex movie. <laughs> Stop it um okay i'm just gonna go through a couple of mine that i have for the movies since i have more than one yep um the big lebowski never nominated for anything that's that's hard for the oscars to have the big lebowski but i think that just shows that they should be more inclusive that like if a movie it doesn't matter if it's a comedy or not yeah if it's good enough it should be there yeah uh heat yeah i had heat too that's shocking that it no one got nominated, like, nothing. Yeah. Like, come on. What? I think it's the Goodfellas thing. I don't know. Like, I think it's, like... I think, because even when 
I watched it or we watched it. Maybe I watched I think I just watched it. Yeah. Like Robert De Niro is still I, I said it at the time, he's still throwing a ninety eight mile per hour fastball. Yeah. Al Pacino is not. He is in more of like any given Sunday territory where like he had slowed and they're actually probably not that far apart, like probably a couple years apart. Yeah. But like he had slowed down. Like he was not the same like the Godfather. Right. Was Al Pacino's time. Like Yeah. I know we both weren't the biggest fans of Scarface, but like that's his most iconic role. For sure. For sure. Robert De Niro was just, he was on fire in this movie. It's also probably easier to be the villain than to be the cop. Yeah. Yeah. It gives you a little more to work with, right? Uh, Reservoir Dogs. Yeah. Another one I had too. Right? Like, I get it because I feel like it was, right? Tarantino has got a, a way about him that we appreciate now, but maybe we didn't at the time, right? Has Quentin Tarantino won an Oscar? Uh, I don't know. Maybe for screenplay, right? Because he writes his own stuff too. So, um, Uncut Gems. I I did. I don't know if the movie necessarily deserves to be yeah, nominated, but I put true. Adam Sandler because yeah. he for sure. And again, that's another one I had too. Yeah, for sure. Well, because I feel like, come on, like, um, I also have Seven from nineteen ninety five. David. Not nominated? Yeah, David Fincher. Yeah, it wasn't nominated. The Truman Show. That's, I didn't even right? put that. That's high. Again, that might be a Jim Carrey, at least. Yeah. But, but the movie is very good. Um, I also have, I just have two more. I have uh, Thelma and Louise. I just think like for two females to lead a movie and, you know, people still talk about that movie. And Election with Reese Witherspoon and Matthew Broderick. It's so... Um, it's just weird. You should get me. You should get me to watch that. Yeah, I don't know if you like it. She's. It's good for her now that we've seen the stuff she does for that character because it is a very specific character. She's annoying. Yeah, like it's it is good and for that way. So those are my movies. Um. I also when I looked up Quentin Tarantino, this is gonna be a disappointing, sad thing, but or not just not sad, but um. A lot of his movies distributed by Miramax and yeah. the Weinstein Company. Eek. Um, this is this is pretty surprising. Uh, Quentin Tarantino has one movie ever nominated for Best Picture. Okay, I'm gonna say it's um, *Inglorious Bastards*. It is *Once Upon a Time in Hollywood*. Wow. Okay. Uh, Best Director nominated three times, didn't win once. *Pulp Fiction*, *Inglorious Bastards*, *Once Upon a Time in Hollywood*. Yeah. Uh, Best original screenplay is where he got his two Academy Awards, uh, 1995 Pulp Fiction and 2013 Django. Yeah. But also nominated for Inglorious Bastards and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I was going to say, I can see him getting a screenplay. But yeah. Eight nominations. Yeah. That's low for, for Tarantino. Yeah. I don't think he cares anyway. No. Right? I think the only one you didn't say that I had was that Christian Bale didn't get nominated for American Lincoln Psycho. Psycho. Yeah, he's pretty. That's a special character, that especially is special. when people like now. Christian Bale has this clip where he's like, "If you play Patrick Bateman, that's queer suicide," and he just does it anyways. Right, right. But it is just like it's it's an iconic character. Yeah. Oh, for sure, and he played it really well. So. But did he actually do any of the things? Did he? I'm on the side now where that he didn't. No, he just I just imagined he... it. Yeah, I don't think he did either. I think he killed killed Jared Leto though. Yeah, I think that too. But there then the rest of the weird s- scenes, yeah. and I just had flashes Hip of it. And I was like, square. <laughs> 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 oh, 
<laughs> he played. He was so good. He's a really good actor. Uh, so TV, you got what? Like one? <laughs> I have three. Okay, let's hear it. <laughs> okay, I did the Good Place because you know, you guys, if you listen to this podcast, you know I'm a huge fan of the Good Place. I think it's so underrated. Um, I mean, Ted Danson, I know, got a few nominations. Like, I know there were a couple nominations. Um, I just think, like, it might be one of those shows that all of a sudden gets a cult following and people are going to be like, oh, this, it was so good. And it just, I wish people had recognized it while it was kind of still on. Similar to Shit's Creek, even though they won their last year. Their last year, they kind of got that following. Yeah. It is similar for sure. Uh, Sons of Anarchy. The only nomination they ever got was Katie Seagal won on a Golden Globe for that role, but like they didn't really get anything. Um, apparently, I've been told though if I rewatch it, I won't like it. Um, so I'm just not going to. I'm just going to keep it in my head as one of those shows that I loved um, because apparently, yeah, someone was like, you know, I rewatched it. It's not as good as I remember it, and I'm like, maybe it doesn't age well. Yeah, maybe when you were in the moment, it was better yeah so i'm just gonna leave it as that. rose colored glasses yeah i'm not gonna rewatch it but i'm gonna still say that that was a great show there was some great writing the loyalty between these boys and their motorcycles and like i don't know it's pretty great my last one which this one hurts my heart was parenthood and again i feel like it was super underrated it had a crazy amazing cast i keep telling your fiance to watch it i know she will love it um when she's done one of her other shows, I still am like, you have to watch it. It is like the This Is Us of 10 years, 20 years ago or whatever. Like it has that same, the writing isn't the same, but that same heart of like, a fa- it's like a big family and it's just the stuff they go through. And it's just, it's the one of the best casts and it, but they were snubbed. I mean, they stayed on for like eight years, I think, but those are my three. Good job. Um, I think the biggest one has to be Steve Carell for The Office. Right. I, I'm sure he was nominated. I didn't look that up, but he never won. Yeah. And it's Michael Scott. Like, yeah. How how does Michael Scott not have an Emmy, a Golden Globe, something? Yeah. Anything. Anything. Well, I, th- I think when I looked it up, I think it was just those. It was Emmy or Golden Globe that he never won. A um, couple of shows, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Yep. Just an iconic 90s show. Totally. Probably was at the wrong time just because of the other shows that were going on. Right. I guess it would have been before Friends or maybe Friends started towards the end of the show. Yeah. Friends was 94. So I'm not sure about Fresh Prince. But there were some really great banging shows, though, I have to say, in that time. Because you had like The Cosby Show, which I know, but (laughs) A Different World. Like you had there was it was a different world. There are some good shows around that time. So, yeah. Who knows? Uh, another show, Bojack Horseman. Yeah, you love that one, eh? It just, it, it's not the show you think it is. Yeah. You look at it and it's like, oh, there's a bunch of animals that are celebrities. This show just must be trying to be funny, but it's really not. It's yeah. introspective. I don't think, if anyone calls it a comedy, I don't really think that's fair. Like, and especially as it evolved, it evolved into this, yeah, like introspective, like looking at someone's life and especially like a failing celebrity. Will Arnett is incredible. Like there's a lot of good people in it and it does have this like heart to it that you wouldn't expect from a show that looks the way it does. Right. Right. It's, it's, um, misconceiving or it's conceived. Yeah. Miscons misconstrued. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Uh, misperceived. (laughs) I don't know. 
uh, last two I have are just a couple actresses. Although I I saw a clip from Grey's Anatomy where Sandra Oh's character gets stabbed by an icicle. Ugh, I hate it when that happens. But I did put Sandra Oh because she still yeah. hasn't won anything. I think she won for Killing Eve. Okay, so then I guess I was just thinking for Grey's Anatomy. Yeah, that's fair. The last one is is shocking. Okay. Amy Poehler. Wow. Do you know how many times she's been nominated? I don't know. So this it's is just make an- me sad. anything attached with her shows or her. Like, she got nominated, I think, like eight times for Parks and Rec or something like that. Wow. She was nominated a total of 16 times. Oh, my gosh. And her one current win is a 2016 guest host for SNL. Wow. <gasps> that is. What a shame. It is hard, though. Like, that's the thing. Like, when I was reading the list, it's like Laura Linney, like, same thing. Like, she's been nominated so many times, but, like, the it's so hard. Like, the there's some really good people. Like, you'd almost have to see, like, who is she up against, right? And stuff like that. But, wow. You think at some point, though, she's like. She's so good in Parks and Rec. I can't believe you don't watch that show. Or I've never seen it. I will. Like, I'm not, a, not against it. I know. You'll you'll get like deep dive, man. You'll be like in it. Well, because it is in it like, to win it for it, sure. Amy Poehler, Adam Scott, Chris Pratt. Nick, I was about to say Nick Offerman. Nick, I was about to oh. say Nick, Nick Swanson, but I know his name in the show is Ron Swanson. <laughs> yeah, like Aubrey Plaza. Retta. Yeah, there's a lot of like Rob Lowe's in it. Yeah, there's a lot of. I know I'm. I know I'm going to enjoy it. I know I, I've seen Andy Samberg's part in it. That's really funny. Yeah, he's it's like, just like so funny. I don't know. Yeah, Rashida Jones. Yep. She comes in. Yep. I remember when you called her Radisha. I know. Throwback. Um, all right. Next week's episode. <gasps> Next week's episode is so fun. It is our Christmas holiday themed yes. episode. I'm watching the best Christmas movie ever made. Die Hard. <laughs> That's what Jack's thinking to watch. And I, oh, making. Let's yeah. talk about making. I'm watching The Holiday. You guys, it is such a good movie. You're going to love it. You will. You'll love it. And then we're going to play a Mad Libs Christmas movie edition. It's kind of like we're going to... My goal of it is to just... We're going to make Hallmark movies. Oh, okay. You're going to make Hallmark movies. Yeah. Okay. Like the ones where it's like the the girl goes back to her hometown. And oh, the, no. And then they break up. The businessman oh. that... He wants to take away the farm or something, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. And then they fall in love and then they break up and then they have to run through the airport. I love it. I already wrote mine. I might have to tweak it a little bit, but it's hard writing them. Like I was like, wow, I should have just stolen off the internet. There was one I found on the internet, but then I'm like, but there's only one out there. Yeah. I'm really going to steal that, but I can work with it yeah it gives you ideas i'm right? definitely gonna carve out a couple of hours to do it though yeah to really like oh get no some it took me stories. yeah it took me a while is How it many are we doing i only did one but oh. it's big okay like it's fairly extensive i would say but i can do i can i can make if it it's s- if it's long then i'm sure that's fine yeah because i did see a couple smaller ones where i was like hmm, maybe i could do that one too so i'll see but yeah, I'm excited to play. It'll be fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, Case, you got anything else? I got nothing else. All right. Then besides that, we will see you next time. Bye.